0: Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.
2: So there is more to the Giants' Brian Flores story. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Harry Douglas in for Key today. Flores filed a lawsuit alleging the Giants hired Brian Dable, then interviewed Flores as what he, in what he called a, a sham interview. Flores bases this, base, based this claim on a text from Bill Belichick. Bill says, uh, hey, congrats. You got the Giants job. Okay, I didn't interview yet, huh? Do you? Who, are you text, who do you think you're texting, coach? Uh, whoops, sorry. I thought I was texting Brian Dable, and I'm texting
3: Brian Flores. By the way, I don't know if it's – I feel like it would happen to you guys. It's definitely happened to me
4: where you text somebody the wrong – Who doesn't – who
2: has that <laughs> happened has a, to? And you're like, what? That's
4: sorry. I've free. done it multiple times. Oh, Lord. Recently. Multiple times Recently. Like yeah. with the same names, and even though the last name is theirs, yeah. like when you go to your phone book, you're just hitting Chris. So you, you see Chris because you're you're trying to look for the oh, name, and you're doing stuff at the same time, and you send the wrong message, and they write back. What are you even talking about? I or know even if just who the booked, last.
1: Oh, I know somebody who booked the wrong guest because they text the wrong person named Jerry and put an A-list guest on when they were intending to text a beat writer.
4: Ooh, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh,
2: but I mean, I, even it's just the la- sometimes the last person you can kind of like not butt dial. But but rearrange your your and so like the last person you texted or two times ago turns out you think you're having a different conversation or multiple people texting you
3: at once and you're sending the wrong text or or even think about Bill seems like the guy like when he pulls out the phone like he puts it on the bifocals and he uses the index finger the one, <laughs> He's the, got one the,
4: oh the the worst one top right got, there
2: there it is he
3: got the old person phone with the big with the big numbers <laughs> the big
2: font
4: here's the worst one. Back in the day, though, before we were married now, you know you texted the wrong young lady, mm-hmm. and you get a response back like, huh, that response is not the one I was hoping for. Mm. And you go back and you look through, oh, man, I didn't text the wrong girl.
3: No, that wasn't. Texted I never, my
2: aunt. What just out. happened? You had right, the wrong girl? <laughs> yes, You ain't, you yes, ain't had three Briannas in yeah. oh, your phone? Oh, jeez,
4: <laughs> You ain't had two or three Don't, don't give away hey, all hey, the secrets. Hey, Jay,
2: that's a humble <laughs> brag. You didn't have three, three Briannas.
4: <laughs> okay, Harry.
2: We know, we know. Very good. We know. What
4: can I say? Nothing Meantime. personal. It's just business. Meantime, maybe
3: I was never that guy. Honey. Meantime,
2: Harry is Harry is the biggest like family. Here's my Christmas card. Here's <laughs> my kids. I am the allegation <laughs> that the Giants' decision had been made prior to Friday evening, January twenty eighth, is false. Right? This, according to, um,
3: the Giants statement.
2: The Giants, in response to Flores's allegation and the base that and to base that allegation on a text with Bill Belichick in which he ultimately states that he thinks Brian Daboll would get the job is irresponsible the text exchange occurred the day before coach Daboll's in-person interview even took place giants ownership would never hire a head coach based only on a 20-minute Zoom interview which is all that Mr. Daboll had at that point in addition Mr. Belichick does not speak for and has no affiliation with the Giants Mr. Belichick's Text exchange provides no insight into what actually transpired during our head coaching search. In fact, the Giants claim they're not even familiar with Bill Belichick. They never heard about him. (laughs) Is he a football coach? They're not sure. Guys, the problem with the Giants' claim about Belichick, other than Belichick seemed to clearly know in the text the way it all came out, unless (laughs) Brian Flores has some reason to want to set the Giants up, right? The way it came out is pretty obvious. He knew something. Seems to me that he knew something. But beyond that, we know how this works. And and listen, in 2020, multiple outlets, including NFL Network, reported that Belichick recommended Joe Judge for the Giants job. The New York Post's Ian O'Connor, who used to write for ESPN, does a great job, wrote this in March of 2021, about John Mara. Quote, when Mara asked Bill Belichick for a scouting report on New England assistant Joe Judge last year, a Patriots source said Belichick told Mara he's better than the last two guys you hired. End quote. Mara declined to comment on the source's claim. I mean, the Giants pretend... People know the way the world works. Here's Brian Flores on... Jay will has this podcast, The Limits, on NPR. He gets guests like Brian Flores to sit there for two hours. You refuse to promote your own podcast. It's it something like for me. It's like getting blood from a stone over here. <laughs> this is Brian Flores and why he thinks Bill Belichick knew they were hiring Dable before Flores was even interviewed.
3: I do think that there are uh, back channel conversations, back channel meetings um, that are had that that oftentimes influence decisions and I think that's a clear example of that um, you know here's Bill Belichick and you know his his resume speaks for itself he has influence um, uh, so I think to me that, that it was clear that that decision was was made um, with 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 his influence and that's part of the. That's part of the problem.
2: Mm. Is it possible he actually got the interview and took so long to answer the questions that they hired Dayball? for? <laughs>
5: <laughs> is that is that possible? Like, we're, we're, we're,
4: we're laughing, but like it, it's funny what you just said. Mm. But the the entire matter is like it's just bizarre. It's bizarre, and you and you talk about the Giants organization, and well, we didn't do this, we didn't do that. Well. Let's let's go back now. Bill Belichick is one of the most, if not the most respected coach in the National Football League all time, I would say. He has six Super Bowl rings with the Patriots. He has two with the Giants as defensive coordinator. And you're going to tell me it, he happens to make the decisions for the New England Patriots, and you're going to tell me that the New York football Giants are not going to talk to Bill Belichick Come about on, Brian Dable or about Brian Flores or, not, or about Judge, who they just let go it's, it's humanly impossible. Make it it's, sound that, that's realistic. That doesn't <laughs> even make sense. That's, 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 that's why it's
3: not bizarre. Like, it, it's no pun intended. It's black and white. It's right there <laughs> in a text message. Like, for Bill Belichick to text Brian Flores by saying, congratulations on the job. He's obviously talking to somebody within the organization from the New York football giants that has confirmed that Brian Dable has gotten the job. That's plain insane. Can we use this as as a. And the fact that the giants will double down on like that to come out with a comment, like that's embarrassing.
2: Can we use this as a teaching moment for a second? And like putting the racial component actually aside just for a second, this is why I think a lot of people have it wrong about Jay Z and Nas, Ether and the Takeover, right? Uh Because Jay, like Nas just threw everything at. At Jay, it was great and everything, but you're you're terrible, blah 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 blah, blah. the whole time, right? Oh, he's ethered him.
4: Utah, Bo- oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. right there. And
2: but Jay was very surgical with an economy mm-hmm. of words. He said went from top ten to not mentioned at all. First, he starts by giving you the credit. Mm-hmm. Went from top ten. He know like yeah, I sampled your voice. You were using it wrong. You made it a hotline. I made it a hot song. Right? He's saying yes. You like he he. Broke it down. Given had a spark when you started, but now you're you're just garbage, right? Um, Talk about four albums. First one was one was illmatic. He gave it to him, and then he said, "Now that I'm telling," he demonstrated. Now that I'm telling the truth about this dude, let me tell some more truth because people are three dimensional. There's there's the good and the bad. But if all you talk about is so Haslam when he went back at Hugh Jackson, started by saying. I did a lot of things wrong, I deserve a lot of blame. But what about this dude? He never takes responsibility. So now your mind is open, Mm -hmm. your ears are open. You're like, oh yeah, Hugh Jackson. When was the last time I heard him say, yeah, that's my fault? When the Giants come out and pretend that they've never heard of this guy, Bill Belichick. How do you spell that? Then you're like, come on, y'all, you're not being credible.
4: Bill Belichick. We know him. We we know him. The guy that won two Super Bowls here with us. We know Bill Belichick. Especially when
3: there, <laughs> there's history there with the franchise, and it's been reported yes, on. Yes, Max, it's been reported on by multiple sources about the history of Bill Belichick with the New York football Giants. You
2: wouldn't be doing your due diligence if you're the Giants and you're going to interview or you're considering who to hire. And Bill Belichick, you have a line to him, and he'll talk to you. It, you would not be doing your due diligence if you didn't ask him not only about Dable, but about Flores, who's just on his staff. Like, what? what, what are the Giants going to come out here and say, actually, we are we are less competent than
3: you even think, <laughs> because we would never ask someone's opinion who this guy worked for? But also, as a New York Football Giants fan, it makes me think. All right, when Coach Bill checked his eyes to hang it up with the with the Patriots, is he coming to New York due to that relationship? Mm. Due to all the influence that he already has here, is this a place where it's going to be a landing spot for him? It seems like it's starting to be set up that way.
2: I've My been thinking about that for years. It hasn't happened yet.
4: My yeah. high school teacher used to tell me all the time, boy, tell the truth and shame the devil. Mm-hmm. Grandma used to tell me, boy, lie mm-hmm. don't care who tells it either. Mm-hmm. Tell the truth and shame <laughs> the <laughs> devil.
3: Boy, just like
2: grandma, too. I know- <laughs>
4: hey, lie don't care who tell it, boy. <laughs> tell truth and shame yeah. and them. Yeah, the way Harry says that, he
2: heard that's ringing in his ears. He heard that <laughs> my since he was a baby. Four, I'm like, why would yeah. like
4: grandma sound the same
3: from the South?
4: <laughs> Harry, did you do such and such? No, grandma. Boy. Boy? Well, I don't care who tell it. I'm going to ask you one more time.
2: <laughs> oh, this is one of the guys to stay on line. Literally, they went around the block for tickets to Madison Square Garden. When I, you know, I didn't have season tickets. You had to stay online to get these things, me and my brother. Because... You know, Patrick Ewing was there because Charles Oakley was diving on the Mm. floor for the loose ball. Oh, tune into the ESPN Daily podcast. There's a reason I just told you that. Bringing you a deep dive into a single story from one of ESPN's hundreds of reporters presented by Supercuts. Download, subscribe, and review ESPN Daily. Available wherever you enjoy your podcast. Charles Oakley joins us now. What's up, Oak? What's up? So you tell me, tell me about your book, The Last Enforcer.
0: Man, yeah. You know. Just had you know, had to just get it out, um, you know, over the years, a lot of stuff and people wanna know this and podcasts, and you know, I just wanna tell my story um uh, growing up and making it where I'm at today.
3: Uncle Oak, I have to ask you because I've been seeing you talk about it for a while since your book has come out. I got your book and I read it. It's an incredible book. Thank you for the read. Uh, but I am I curious it, how, your, how your relationship with Charles Barkley is now, considering you came out and said, I never hit him. I just slapped the blank out of him, <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs>
3: which led me to crack up while reading it. Where is your relationship right. now with him?
0: Well, you know, this book is about telling stories and things that I've been through engagement. Uh my my where I stand with Charles Barley where I stand. And when I see him, he goes other right way. So it's still the same. Mm-hmm. I I mean I'm not running from him but you know, I think he just talked too much and um I think back in the days eighty and ninety he didn't talk. He talked now because the younger guys don't care about what people say about him. But uh I mean it is what it is in his book I talk about a lot of people so he shouldn't be get all upset about it. It's life. It's
4: a fact of life. Oh, man, that's one reason why I can respect you, because every time I've been around you, man, and not just when I've been around you, but when I hear from other people, what we get is going to be realness and always realness. From times, man, you coming to the house uh, at my cookout, bringing the banana pudding. Shout out to Oak for bringing that banana pudding at HD's <laughs> crib. Man, you're you just a real dude. And when I get your book, and I'm going to get your book, and I want to read it, I got to get you to sign it for me, my man. Hey, I, 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 you know,
0: I, I, I whooped them on y'all, too, in space being weird. Man, oh, get out of but here, now, man. We, uh,
4: man, don't let Oak fool you We told, <laughs> listen, <laughs> we, told, hey, we, told, hey, we told your ass hey, up, you Oak, know, stop playing.
0: No, no we killed you and your twin. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> he <laughs> got so, us a couple times. <laughs> just, you know, man, I, I, just, I just like to be honest. Because, you know, when you travel and go through things in life, In this book, I'm talking about that a lot, but when people come up to you, they keep saying they like the story, they like the way I played, the hustle. I mean, that mean a lot to me. And I just I just try to stay on my track, you know, stuff I always did, I still do. I don't, I try to not be a bore. Sh-. Um, just straight up guy, and you know, people. I think people need love today, and uh, I'm trying in this book. I'm trying to show them love that you can do this over here, over there. But at the end of the day, you got to love somebody.
2: <laughs> the whole NBA right now, from that era, is listening to this. So. This dude talking about people need love. <laughs> Where was the love back then? Oak, what's the best MJ story in the book?
0: Um, mm, I got a couple. Could be the one on the airplane. Um you know, um, you know, he did the forward, so I gave him a little slack. I ain't wanna, you know, jump in the water when I see him, but uh no, nah, he was just nice to me, man, when I called him to do this forward. And he didn't say nothing. He didn't even ask for a copy of the book. He said, when you need it by." But uh, it's a lot. Probably at his house, when we were playing for Washington, and, and his birthday party, and we got snowed in. And um, he had all types of celebrities there. And um, me and him just got snowed in. So the next day, we were the only two who went to practice. But the other guy was saying, well, in Washington, you know, three or four inches, they wouldn't used to snow. So, so Doug canceled practice. So he said, like, what are we gonna do? I said, well, everybody got snowed in except one guy, and that was, and I said we can go back. He said, well, you go get the food. I said, George, just to the store get some to drink. and will be back at my house at twelve o'clock and tell everybody to come about five. So it was the best time ever. The Beyonce, the uh, you know the Ray Lewis, and I mean just all. Bob Johnson. Everybody just came over, and we had a blast. We played cards, we talked, mess, and it was a nice, nice event. And um, I'm just glad I was part of it.
2: Oka, uh, so much, so much going on in the NBA today um, yeah. that I want to get you to weigh in on. But uh, Shaq called out Ben Simmons the other day, yeah, talking about Simmons is acting like a baby because he DM'd him mad about criticism that right. Shaq had had for him. What do you make about what's going on with Ben Simmons in Philly?
0: Uh, well, you know, I know Shaq. Uh, he's a force in this league when he played this and that. I think that uh, he's doing a lot more talking this year. I don't know if y'all noticed or not, but it's good. I wish he'd been doing it from the get go. Selling now, just pointing fingers at certain guys. Um, you know, he's you know Hall of Famer, championship, fire range, whatever. I mean, he'll point. I think Ben Simmons a man up. Uh, they didn't pay you 180 million million. I mean, even though you missed, didn't take the layup, or uh, couldn't make a free throw, they still paid you. The players got to own up in this league, and that's what the problem is. The players haven't got too much power. The owners treat them you know, like they want their real kids, but they're not. So I think he just got the man up, but he cannot go back to Philly. They're going to kill him. <laughs>
4: that's so, hilarious. He cannot go back there. Oh, when you look at the NBA overall, um as a whole, who do you have as your favorite to win the NBA title this season?
0: Well, you know, it's just, it, it, it's been like the NFL, a lot of comparison in NBA. You know, you got like about four or five real real teams that showing that they got a chance. And a lot of teams just like 23 and 25, 25, 25, 20, you know, so my thing, I'm going with the, in the East. I know Brooklyn Brooklyn got a lot going on. So, I'm going to go with uh, Miami Heat and Milwaukee. And I'm going to go with – I think Phoenix is going to win it, but I'm going to go with Phoenix and probably Golden State out west. You know, you I had Utah early, but just they just can't move the needle in the playoff. It's just like Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he cried. He need this and need that. He get everything he want. You can't score with 10 points in the playoff game at home, he'll kick some rods.
3: Mm. <laughs> Oak, I know you always keep it real and you give it to it give us to us raw in your opinion on things. When I say the name James Dolan, what does Charles Oakley think?
0: A disrespectful guy, uh, a control freak, a guy who shouldn't have a team in New York. Because the fans is missing out on a lot of good stuff because he holding the fans back in the city. And in my book, I talk about this and that, but he's just not a fair guy. I know there's a lot going on in the NFL. But this guy should be in the same category with the other guys, owners in NFL right now.
2: Yeah, well, listen. When I, the fine, the straw that broke the camel's back for me was when Dolan had Charles Oakley removed from Madison Square Garden. Forget about the fans who just have signs saying "sell the team" and having those people removed. Right? You have. Do Char- you see Paul O'Neill being escorted out of Yankee Stadium? It's an outrage, and I will not be a Knicks fan again until James Dolan sells the team. Charles Oakley, thank you for jumping on with us this morning.
0: All right, Uncle Oakley. Thank you, guys. Man. I watch y'all every morning because you know I text you a couple of times, like, I'm watching the show. But, Harry, work on your game, man.
4: Man, you don't get out of here, Oak, man. Stop trying to put people on blast, man. You know
0: you know you ain't win
4: every Spades <laughs> game. Stop doing that.
0: Okay. All right, <laughs> a, now, this time I'm going to bring an apple pie, so maybe you can uh, – we're gonna run we it back. A little
4: more. We're gonna run it back. <laughs> Trust me. We're gonna run it All back. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks, right.
2: the great Charles Oakley. You know, there's Best some sport. players, guys, in every sport. You remember like you can say whatever you want about Russell Westbrook. I will always love Russell Westbrook as a basketball fan because every single night the dude gives you one hundred percent. Charles Oakley was one of those guys. Whatever else you want to Charles Oakley, when you're a ticket buying fan. You invest your, your time, which is the most precious commodity, into following that team. You pour your emotions into it, right? And that dude is playing. He gives he gave you everything he had. And it is a disgrace the way Jim Dolan and the Knicks have treated him. Keyshawn J. Willimax is presented by Progressive Insurance. Um, there's much more coming up on this show on the biggest story from the NFL this week. And, uh, look, this is a week where... Tom Brady retires, okay? We got the Super Bowl coming up. Joe Burrow just got past Patrick Mahomes. Like, there's the... Matt Stafford and the Rams gambit to get into the Super Bowl worked. But there's a story bigger than all that.
0: G-Sean, J-Will, and Max, the podcast.
5: Passion, drive, and patience. your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do,
2: you do, we all do.
6: People say, what do you want to do after football? And I'm like, what do you mean after football? There's nothing after football. This is what, you know, I was born to do, and this is what I enjoy doing more than anything else.
2: Breaking news, Tom Brady is retiring after 22 spectacular seasons in the NFL. It's on the Mount Rushmore of all-time great athletes. Someone who was a six-round draft pick to winning seven Super Bowl rings, the greatest and most accomplished quarterback to play the game of football. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, Harry Douglas in for Key today, presented by Progressive Insurance. Rob Ninkovich giving you the straight talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Let me give you some straight talk. You know the real guy who broke the Tom Brady retirement story? Me? <laughs> Rob <laughs> Ninkovich. Listen, everyone has to understand. When Nink says something about the Patriots, about Tom Brady, he's not pulling it out of the air, the thin air. I was on this Justin, or maybe it was this show, maybe it was Key, J. and Max, and and. I heard, oh no, you know what it was? Nick, you said on Get Up, and it yep. was reported to me, Tom Brady might retire win or lose. And I thought, whoa, Nick said that? Two weeks later, the man retires. So Tom Brady snubbed the Patriots, Nick, in his IG post announcing his retirement. That's right, I said snubbed. I don't, <laughs> Take a listen <laughs> uh, to a really. caller on 98.5, the sports hub in Boston, and give us your response. Yeah, there's no way that, that this is it. If this is it, it's a it's a bad look for his brand, and he knows that. Every football fan in America is going to look at Brady and be like, "Wow, what a jerk!" And I'll tell you, if he does do this, I will call him a cheater until my grave. He's the goat. He's the goat. Came out of left field. Right? <laughs> I was like, he's the goat. Where's the rest? He's, he is the goat. I, but... Hey, Rob, I have learned with Brady to yep. not be cynical. To think the bet, like, the, hey, think of the better motivation. That's mm-hmm. usually his motivation. It seems to me. In this case, I'm thinking, hey, he's going to do a one-day contract with the Patriots, retire a Patriot, and he'll save his Patriot stuff from then. But there are a lot of people in that area mad, Rob.
6: Oh, Pats Nation, chill out. Like, he, he, <laughs> made a com- he made a, a, a comment two years ago when he left. Or actually, not a comment. He actually had a statement on everything. He said he thanked everybody. He thanked the fans. He thanked the Crafts. He thanked Bill. He thanked the teammates. Then he moved on to a new team. And then he made another statement when he retired. Like he's already he's he's kind of in damage control. He went out and he did a couple posts on his Instagram to to thank everybody, I guess. But You're saying it was oversight, I think that at the time he probably thought, "I've already done that, the thank you and the goodbye two years ago." And then I went to a new team and I won a Super Bowl, so now I'm retiring from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's not retiring. You know, from the Patriots, he retired from Tampa Bay. So, he thanked everybody in the organization. He thanked his fans. He thanked the teammates. He thanked the coaches. He thanked everybody. So, he's not coming back. Uh, Tom Brady's not coming back. He's not coming out of retirement in a year or two. He's not going to be 46 years he's old. He's not going to do a one-day contract with
2: the Pats to put on a Pats uniform and say goodbye? He might
6: do that. I mean, that's that's not out of the question. But, you know, as far as the statement in the Instagram post, I'm not looking into it, and I'm not the the 98.5 caller that – uh is, is losing Harry, his mind over it. Harry, please, hold on. I, Rob is spinning this. I get it. But, <laughs> but, and maybe, maybe, maybe
2: Rob's right. But, Harry, I don't remember. I'd have to dig it out. When Michael Jordan retired, did he just say – I don't remember. Did he just say, yeah, I'd like to thank the Wizards for these two great years? And, <laughs> I know he didn't win
4: a championship with the Wizards, but yeah, come on, man. But, but my mindset on it, when, when i seen it happen, is like, okay, he's probably going to retire, sign up one day, retire a Patriot, and that's going to be his moment to let the Patriots nation, the organization, and everybody understand and know how much he appreciates them. But listen, I don't know why they're complaining. He gave you, you 20 seven, uh, six damn Super Bowls. Yeah, you had 20 years. What of, are you complaining yeah, about? Yeah. He gave you six Super Bowls. He gave Spoiled. you the.
2: Well, he lost three also. Oh, come <laughs> on. Get out of <laughs> here. By Banks. the way, they were all
6: all the losses, too, well,
2: came here, down, here, down to one play. That's another thing, too. <laughs> yeah.
6: He made his statement when he left the Patriots, right? Mm-hmm. They came back to play in Gillette Stadium. You know who's booing them? The fans. Oh. We're booing Tom Brady. Oh,
2: you
4: Hello? can't have your cake and your ice cream. Exactly. Too. Can't have one, it always. Yes. He
2: didn't discuss the Patriots fans or anything like that. He didn't. And no thanks to Rob Ninkovich. no one like that. However, <laughs> one person he did discuss in his post was Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson, saying, "You're next." Now, this is very interesting to me, Rob. At first, I'm like, ooh, game-recognized game. recognize game real recognize real. There's Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes. At this moment, you might even put Lamar fifth on that list. You could have him as high as two behind Mahomes or as low as five. Like All the rest of those guys go anywhere on that list. He's saying Lamar, and then I realized, oh... Lamar's been, he's been healthy most of his career, but this year he had injury problems. His team had injury problems. Tom Brady likes to open TB12 centers on every, the middle of every NFL field. And he might be looking at Lamar the way MJ was looking at Derek Jeter and these guys like come, come into the fold, Mm -hmm. represent the TB12 brand.
6: Alex Guerrero's looking for, you know, probably a new quarterback to lengthen and, and pliability and all that stuff. But three letters, three simple letters that Tom is probably thinking about NFT because he has his own company and he's doing these NFTs, which I don't get because I'd rather have the substance, but everyone can call me an old head. <laughs> I still don't know what that is, I by the way. It. People have explained it, to me 20 it's, times. It's, still it's like get. if I make a digital picture of, Uh, a weird-looking guy with a hat on or sunglasses and you sell it to somebody, I have the key Rob, I've been in conversations with people that (laughs) have gone on forever. I just nod and I can't understand understand the words they're telling me. He's doing the the NFTs, and he's got his, I don't know what it's called, his new company starting up. And from all reports, that's where he's spending a lot of his time. So he's done the Tiger. He's done Gretzky's, the Montana. He's done his own NFT. So I'm sure – Maybe he's But I,
4: th- I think it'd be dope though if he actually could get guys because when you look at all the guys that Jordan has under under his brand and has had like it's it's a it's some quality guys across sports oh, it's all like, it's it's the biggest names oh, yeah. in each sport it's 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 across and, and if Tom Brady can start to implement um his brand and and start it off trying to basically copy what what Jordan did that'd be huge But you guys are looking at
2: it I see, believe that, from the wrong point of view you guys are talking about that- about Tom, I'm just, and like, yeah, yeah, he's
6: going to be Jumpman, Jordan, the whole thing, no, I get that. No, Jumpman's a little, that's <laughs> it's a little different. That's a I little know. deeper now. That's, 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 just a little that's, different. that's out different. there. I mean, did Tom, what's Tom's like? Because when
4: I take off these these shoes I have now, I'm going to put my jays yeah. on. Yeah, but my tub.
6: point is, guys,
2: I'm not looking at it. To me, what's more interesting than Tom Brady setting up his business after football, he identified Lamar. Like when a guy like Tom Brady or a guy like Michael Jordan says, that guy, you know, when Kobe Bryant would say like it, you see the connection to say Kyrie or someone like that, you'd say, oh, wait a minute. So a lot of guys look really good early on. But see, that guy, he has the eye of the guy. Mm. He ha- so when, when Tom selects the first guy, I didn't see him do it with Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes. And there may be behind the scene reasons. But, Nick, it says to me a lot about Lamar that Brady's yeah. like him first.
6: Well, I, I Lamar, I've been a, a huge fan of Lamar and and I think they need to get him more weapons, first of all. So the Ravens need to have some more receivers. They need more weapons for him to throw to. The only guy I think he throws to is the tight end, because that's all they got. So I think that this next season coming up is vital for him and huge. The the I guess the perception on, you know, what Lamar's impact is gonna be in the NFL. Because I said years ago like you he, he can't, as you get older, you can't take that damage because he gets hit, you know, and he's running. He's a running back, basically. Um, so his game has to adjust, but to adjust, they need to get him some more weapons.
4: Well, and, and I'll say to add to that, I also think it's huge for Greg Roman because mm, mm-hmm. for an offensive system not to be able to defeat a cover zero blitz, number one, it tells me that you aren't working on it like you're supposed to. You don't have the proper plays dialed up to beat it, Mm -hmm. and you're not focusing on it like you're supposed to either, right? And you look at Lamar Jackson; he had a ton of interceptions this year. And I'm a big advocate for Lamar Jackson because I'm a Louisville alum, but he has to cross that hurdle um, of being more efficient passing the football down the field. And they need more weapons, grant Mm -hmm. that. But when you think about when you you look at all the quarterbacks that you name. Lamar to me is the one who stands out because he's not like any of those guys. No, he's his own. He has thing. something that those guys don't have. No,
2: right? It's he and Kyler Murray, as Key yeah. likes to say, are in their own bucket. Hey, Rob, see, I don't
6: think I, I, think I, me, the Kyler comparison, I, I don't. Lamar don't see, is. is it's,
2: by it's, far, I think it's way above. Yeah, but but, but Kyler is, is a far. passer down the field. I wanted to ask you before we got out of here, and we, I, well, um, do you think Brian Flores ever coaches again?
6: Yeah. I would assume, I would I would hope that a team would have the courage to say I, we, we don't we're not associated with with what's going on and we're going to hire a good coach to coach our team because we want to win and uh yeah I mean I think that's the one thing that I was upset and sad about Brian getting into this situation is it might take away the one thing that he loves and that's coaching so um I would hope that a team would realize the value that Brian brings to them and they would hire him as a coach because he is a great coach.
4: I can hear it in your voice too. I yeah. can, I can hear it in your voice that he means a lot to he's you. A great, he's, mean, a he's a great I mean he's like leader.
6: He, I wouldn't literally I wouldn't be here today if I didn't have Brian Flores and a bunch of bunch of great coaches in my career.
0: Gene Sean Jay Will and Max. The
5: podcast
0: Or shake it. Shake it. Take it or shake it.
2: John, Jay, Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. Harry Douglas in for Key. Evan, take it away.
1: Yeah, and Key's not here. So, Jay, you're going to go first. Okay. We'll yell, take it or shake, shake it. it. Got and then it. And we'll move on to the next and one. His, right. And
2: then we're his cheering section. We have to imitate yep. whatever
3: he does.
1: After. I'm the first yeah. pick in the draft. I finally made it, mama. <laughs> Wait. Ming's here. He's going to go first.
3: Yeah. All right, move forward.
1: Brian Flores will coach again in the NFL. Take it or shake it.
4: Take it. Take it.
3: Yeah, we play this game so much better without Key. Um, I look. I I think that there will be a coach in time, or owner that will excuse me, an owner that will take Brian Flores. And and I'll say this: What will that say for the players that want to see the support of an owner hiring a black coach? That a coach that took a stand against the NFL. That They took a stand against the NFL as well in conjunction with Brian Flores and said, you know what, he's our guy. You tell me what player in the NFL wouldn't like to play for a guy like Brian Flores after what he's been able to showcase what he can do.
4: Hey, I'm with you. I'm taking it because of the simple fact he's a guy, he's a leader of men, Um, he's a hell of a coach, and we just had uh, Rob Nikovich on here talking about how much Brian Flores is a leader and helped him. So uh, I, I see him actually getting a job again in the National Football League.
2: I think he will get a job. I think, look, Colin Kaepernick, we saw what happened there. Kaepernick realistically was a bubble starter at that point. If Kaepernick was a superstar quarterback, maybe the same thing would have happened to him. We don't know. But I think at a certain point, these guys want to win games, and uh, and clearly Brian Flores can do that. I'll also say, look, let's see if Ross and Snyder are still in the league because mm-hmm. that would send a powerful message if something happens. Good, Evan.
1: All right, take it or shake it. Brought to you by Granger. Joe Burrow will win multiple, multiple Super Bowls. Take it or shake it. I'm going to take it.
4: Take it. Take it. As I frown at you. Uh, I just
3: <laughs> – there's – look, man. First off, it's hard to always project on whether a guy can win one or not. I mean, he's in the Super Bowl, so he's a legitimate chance uh, to accomplish this goal and to win more. There's just something about the way he plays that makes me think that he will constantly put himself in a position to be succeed. He just – some people you meet, Harry, there's bona fide
4: winners. Yep. And he just – he's won at every level that he's played at. So – I'll take it. You took it. I'm going to shake it. From the simple fact that you have a Justin Herbert, you have a Patrick Mahomes, you have a Josh Allen, you have a Lamar Jackson, you have a gauntlet of quarterbacks around your same age that you're going to have to go through to be able to get it done. And I just don't think uh, uh, on a consistent basis, multiple time and time again, that Joe Burrow's going to be able to get that done. I don't.
2: Um, You're right, Harry. But I got to take it. Because look, if he gets whooped in the Super Bowl, we're gonna look and be like, pfft, and now it's Josh Allen's turn. my Ma- time Mahomes is gonna be reloaded and da da da. And by the way, Justin Herb- Justin Herbert's better than Joe Burrow. When I look at Justin Herbert, I go, he's just better, right? I believe so too. But there's something that about J- By the way national t- he had the greatest college season of all time, greatest championship game of all time. He turns pro, and the first time he gets the ball for a whole season, he's in the Super Bowl. We all smelled it on him. That's not an accident. He was the best player on the field with Trevor Lawrence. He just beat Patrick Mahomes. I'm talking about in college and just now in the pros. I say he's going to get at least two in his
3: career. And his name is Joe. Joe Namath. Joe Joe Montana.
2: Montana. He's the next Joe. Hard to go against Joe. He's the next Joe. What else we got? Speaking of
1: Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes won't win another Super Bowl. Take it or shake it. Shake it. Shake
3: it. Come on, man. You know, it's so funny. I know Keith suggested this the other day. Like, what happens if Pat Mahomes doesn't win another Super Bowl? I'm saying, look, this dude is different. And as long as you got Travis Kelsey on that team, as long as you got Tyreek Hill, as long as you got the, 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 the thought process and thinking of Andy Reid, they will have multiple shots. They're the favorite to win it next year from Vegas
4: already. <laughs> What you think, Harry? Uh, um, oh man, I'm gonna shake it because Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. He's a guy who threw for 50 touchdowns and 5,000 yards in a season and won MVP. That that's crazy. To First me. time he touched the ball, really? Yeah, and, and, and I, I gotta I gotta shake it, man. Right. Shake it like a for so you're saying you're pizza. saying it's not gonna
2: happen. He, no, he's no. not gonna not win any more Super oh, Bowls. He's no, going, he's to, going to win more Super oh, okay, Bowls. Yes, sorry, oh, okay, I okay, I, shake yeah, shake, I, shake, yeah, I agree right. with that, guys. Do you realize Patrick Mahomes has had a greater postseason career a greater postseason career so far than Aaron Rodgers then Drew Brees mm. then like you know, just name a great quarterback he's had greater postseason success than Aaron Rodgers and Drew Brees so
4: far it's not an accident But you know why he know what to do <laughs> he know what to do <laughs> yeah Evan
1: so, uh, Doug Peterson is going to become the head coach of the Jaguars. He's been hired. Doug Peterson already has one Super Bowl. He's got the Golden Goose. Trevor Lawrence is his quarterback. So, Doug Peterson, will become, oh, <laughs> yeah, ahead, Doug get Peterson will become the first coach to win a Super Bowl with multiple franchises. Take it or shake it.
3: Shake it. Shake it. And shake Wait, what, it like what, a Polaroid pitcher. What, what the hell will make a person believe in the right frame of mind that the Jacksonville Jaguars will get it right? Like I, I I just don't believe in this franchise's ability to make sound, competent decisions to have them have a legitimate chance to win a Super Bowl. I don't.
4: Yeah, I'm going to shake it, too. I don't believe um, in this organization, especially not right now. So I don't believe in bulky as well. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and shake that. Let me uh, tweak the... the- Lyrics to the chorus a little bit. Hey, nah.
2: Hey, <laughs> nah. I like it, Max. I nah, like it. Nah. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I don't see it.
1: <laughs> All right. A very smart guy on this show said that when Sean Payton resigned, that Eric Bieniemy would be the head coach of the Saints. Very smart guy. So Eric Bieniemy will be hired by the Saints after his interview on Saturday. Take it or shake it. <sighs>
3: I'll take it. Take, take, it. it. I'll take it. I mean, look. I talked about this with Brian Flores and Gail Benson, thinking about her legacy and what she wants to imprint in New Orleans as an owner. And I think the opportunity for a guy like Eric Bieniemy, considering what that defense is, considering the questions around the offense, his history obviously with Patrick Holmes in Kansas City. I think I think New Orleans will be the perfect spot. For Eric Bien-Aimé.
4: Yeah, I'm going to take it. The only thing that I'm going to question, I'm, I'm going to question, they got, they're going to have to figure out who their quarterback is going to be. Yes. Is it going to be Taysom Hill. They're going to sign um, Jameis Winston back. What's that going to look like? Uh, is it going to be Ian Book? But on the flip side of it, I look at that defense and I see how good they are. Then they had that cap issue, so they're going to have to get rid of some guys as well. But I take it. And in that culture, my in-laws are from New Orleans, so that culture is looking for a guy like a Eric B.
2: Shake it. You never go broke betting against a black coach getting hired. Let's face it, it is the NFL. Mm-hmm. I'll believe it when I see it. Take the Jaguars. Take it or Sorry. shake
1: It's brought to you by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger is always there to help. Call Granger.com or just stop by.
2: By the way, we got so much more coming up. Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and ESPN2.
0: Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, the podcast.